What is up, LSM? Good morning, and welcome to the LSM Morning Word Podcast. Uh, Guys, I am so glad that you have come to listen and be with us this morning. Um, I love getting to do this podcast and getting to talk a little bit more uh, deeply and through something like this, getting to talk about uh, just what God wants to call us to um, through a specific part of the Bible and um, getting to journey through the Bible this way with you. Um, It's been really neat. Um, So I hope that you guys have been doing the same, that you've been enjoying that, that uh, that everything is all right with you and your family during this weird coronavirus stuff. And um, I know that um, hopefully, hopefully soon we'll be finding out a little bit more information about uh, when we can start having church here pretty soon. And so I'm pretty excited about that. I'm pretty excited about what God's going to do with that. So uh, spe- especially, especially I'm excited to be back with you guys very soon. So uh, let's go ahead and go through. We're going to do um, Romans chapter five today. So definitely make sure you go. And uh, if you haven't already, give that a read and we can come back here and chat together. guys i am super stoked about romans chapter 5 this morning it is uh definitely um we're on the other side of that turn i feel like it's like knowing that the law exists in our lives and in our hearts uh to remind us of our sin to remind us of the things that that we need to uh, step away from so that we can step more towards god and um so i know that for me it definitely has been a good gut check, um, you know, and just reminding me of even just the condition of the way that I think and, and feel about things. And so I hope that the same has been true for you guys, that you guys have been really stepping into new things um, and stepping away from old things as well, too. Um, but this morning, I think Romans 5 just comes at a really, really good time. So, uh, and even right from the beginning, uh, Paul starts, he says, therefore, since we have been justified through faith, and man, that is just so good. It's so, so good to like, think about that. Think about, um, like the things that we've even talked about since we've been doing the morning word podcast, you know, we talked about Galatians and how. Uh, We've been justified through our faith in Christ, and and that's who we are, that we we are heirs in his kingdom. And so it says, Therefore, since we have been justified through our faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have gained access by faith into his grace in which we now stand. And man, I just, you know, thinking about the freedom that comes with that you know it's like thinking about the the way that we can walk in the peace of all of that knowing that at the end of the day like yes we have things that we need to step away from yes we need we need all of that stuff but but it's okay because our salvation our and our justification don't come from the things that we do 
they come from God. And man, that, that is just like so freeing. And you know, he even says, we boast in the hope of the glory of God. Not only so, but we also glory in our sufferings because we know that our suffering produces perseverance, perseverance, character, and character, hope. And hope does not put us to shame because God's love has been poured out into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. You know, I really love that last section, you know, it's verse five where he says, and hope does not put us to shame. You know, I think especially in a time like this where we uh, don't really know what's going on, we don't know how to react to the things that are around us, um, you know, and there's so many things happening. It's so interesting to, to see and know and understand, especially because sometimes hope seems foolish. You know, a, a few months ago, we talked about this during um, the series Change that we were doing with our Ellison middle schoolers and uh, talked about this idea that, that sometimes, you know, we put our hope in lots of different things. We try and trust in things that, um, things that are going to work out. You know, it's like so many people, um, you know, just put their trust in things that, that don't pan out. And so hope beyond reason, beyond our normal reason of things, sometimes seems really irresponsible of us as normal everyday people. You know, it seems very um, rash and, you know, it doesn't make sense. But I love what Paul is saying because it, it demonstrates God's faithfulness in all of this. And it says, and hope does not put us to shame because God's love has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. And you know, what he's saying is that like our hope comes from one who deserves our hope. He's saying no matter what we go through, no matter what suffering happens in our lives, it produces eventually hope in who we are and I think that's really interesting you know many of us who have experienced really you know hard things or or just difficult times before or even even if you haven't and now you're experiencing some hard times through all this coronavirus stuff one of the things that comes about is this idea that you have to hope in something even if your hope is like, okay, well, maybe eventually, okay, well, maybe eventually this stuff will be done. Then that, I guess that could be a hope. But we get to have our hope in Christ. Knowing who he is and knowing what he's done. In, in verse six, he even says, you see, at just the right time, when we were still powerless, Christ died for the ungodly. Very rarely will anyone die for a righteous person, though for a good person, someone might, might possibly die. But God demonstrates, but God demonstrates his own love for us in this. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. You see, it, it reminds us that our hope is placed in someone who broke down every single 
barrier for us to get to him. And so my question for you this morning is that not just in the light of everything that's going on right now, but in general, where is your hope? Do you have hope in the things that God puts in your life? Because God has demonstrated his love. While we were still sinners, he died for us. The other portion is that you need to put your hope and your trust in him. Even through the sufferings, even through coronavirus, even through those bad relationships, even through the things that really scare you about the future. And I love how he kind of gives us a glimpse into the bigger picture of what's happening um, or what has happened with the idea of grace and why it mattered that Jesus did the thing that he did and, and all of that. And he talks about death and Adam and life through Christ. He says all these things about how, you know, the sin of one man caused the sin of so many. But the sacrifice of one paid the debt for all. And he, and he talks about this idea in the last couple verses. He says, the law was brought in so that the trespass might increase, but where sin increased, grace increased all the more so that just as sin reigned in death so also might grace reign through righteousness to bring eternal life through jesus christ our lord and you see i think what paul is trying to remind us of in those verses and in this last part of chapter five is that we had sin because of what adam did because of the sin of Adam and Eve, the way that they brought sin into the world. Like we were done for when that happened. And that, that is what separated us. We were separated by the decision of one. But in his effort, because of the love that God talked about earlier in the chapter, he says, I made a way and part of that way is that God needed to give us boundaries. He knew that we would break them. Like when God made the covenant with Abraham, he knew that we would break the covenant. And right on the day one, like literally before God even like officially said, yes, this is my covenant with you. And like, I'm asking you to follow my law and follow the things that that I give you to do before he did any of that stuff God was the one who walked for Abraham you see like the way that that covenants used to work way back in the day is that they would literally cut an animal in half like from nose to tail and they would walk in between them after they were laid out on the ground. And their covenant was, if I break this covenant, 
let it be done to me as has been done to this animal. And you see, God didn't let Abraham walk for his part of the covenant. God knew that we would mess up. God walked for us. And you see, that is what Paul is talking about. He's talking about how the law existed so that eventually he could come and right all of the wrongs and pay the price for all of the sin and make a way for us to find him. And you see this morning, like that part of chapter five might be really, really easy to read past on a normal day. But I don't want you to do that today. I want you to think about the way that your God loves you. See, because God knew all of the stuff that was going to happen before. He knew all of the things that, that we would do. He would know all of the things that, that we were going to step into and, and be called out on by him. And even in the earlier chapters of Romans, even earlier this week when we were doing our gut checks, God knew what he wanted to talk to us about. But he also knew that he wanted to remind us that he knows and he still loves us and he still walked for us he still decided to die so that we could live and so I hope that that reality just changes the way you walk through today. Let it be something new on your heart today. And guys, I have been um, and guys, I'm so glad that we made it to this today. That Romans 5 was today's message. And I know that there's someone out here that needed to hear this, that needed to be reminded of the way that God knew and still loves us and still did the things that he did and still planned out the way that he did. So walk that out today. And we'll talk to you tomorrow morning.